podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Elite, your podcast that gets the views around the Elite Ice Hockey League. Everything's geared up for the playoff finals weekend and a last chance for the teams involved to begin their summer in the best possible way. League champions and Challenge Cup holder Belfast Giants are hoping to end the campaign in a truly memorable way as they will take on Nottingham Panthers in Saturday's semi-final with either Sheffield Steelers or Cardiff Devils lying in wait if they can make it past Corey Nielsen's side. Taking us into the locker room in Belfast, as it were, is their captain David Goodwin as he joins us now to tell us what's happening with Adam Keith's side ahead of the big weekend. This is Elite. David, it's a pleasure to have you with us here on Elite. You've experienced these playoffs in the past, so how much are you looking forward to this weekend and everything that goes with it? Yeah, you know, I think it'll be good. Um, obviously, the we expect a lot of fans to be there. There's always a good buzz around the weekend, so I know all the boys are pumped, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can get a couple of good games in. Now you come into it as heavy favourites in some people's eyes. Now, given the season you've had, you've had a fair bit of success this year. Is that something that now sits okay with you guys? Yeah, you know, obviously we want to have a little bit of a swagger to our game, but at the same time, you know, we want to humble ourselves. And, you know, there's four good teams in this tournament and, and anyone can win on any given night. So we have to make sure we're we're prepared to the best of our abilities. Now we'll look ahead to the weekend coming up in a bit, but tell us a bit about this team. Why does it work so well as a unit? Tell us about the, the little parts that make it work so, so well. Yeah, you know, I think the big thing is that Kiefer has a system in place for us and as the season went on, you know, we had a little bit of uh, struggles adapting to the system and kind of getting everyone on board. But once we did that, we, we've we kind of been unstoppable in a way. Um, but no, I mean, obviously we, you know, we're solid from goaltending out. Obviously, Besco, that, that acquisition was huge for us a couple months ago. And then we have solid defenders and, and we have forwards that can play different roles and different uh, styles when need be. So um, I think just kind of having all those different pieces has made us really successful. You mentioned Besco there, and it's amazing the amount of times his name's come up when you're talking about Belfast and your success this year. And you consider he only came back in January. He'd been away, obviously, doing other things. Then he came back in January. I mean, we're not going to come right out and say he's the reason you guys won the league, but what a difference he made. Yeah, you know, he's massive. He's he's a big piece of the puzzle for sure. Um, he gives everyone a, a sense of calm and, and confidence in, in the team and in the organization. Great teammate as well. So, you know, being able to bring him back and, and add him to the group was was massive for, for kind of our turnaround. I've spoken to many people around the game and Scott Conway's name comes up quite a lot, obviously, because of the, the scoring that he does, the way he plays the game. I've got to ask, what's it like to play with somebody like Scott? Tell us about that relationship you have with him on the ice. Yeah, you know, obviously he's a, he's a great scorer. He's a great player. Um, you know, we seem to work well together. I think I think one thing that the average fan probably wouldn't see, though, is that he deserves everything that he gets in regards of, you know, acolytes and and, and recognition. He, he is by far the hardest working player in practice on our team. He has the best practice habits always stopping at the net and drill, shooting to score. He really respect respects the reps. 
So when he gets all the recognition that he does, I think it's absolutely warranted. And, um, you know, hopefully there's there's a little bit more to come with this upcoming weekend. The thing I like about Conway watching him, and I've seen him on numerous occasions now, he just seems to make the game look so easy as well. And again, I think that's another mark of his talent. Yeah, he makes it. Yeah, he makes it look easy, but you know he works really hard at it. You know, mm. like it's one of those things that when you're constantly doing those reps in practice, when it comes to the game, it's a little bit more natural and and maybe a little bit more easy. So, um, yeah, obviously high end talent, and uh, you know he's had a lot of success. Now this season, you could kind of say split in two. You had the first half of the season where Guilford did so well in that first part of the season. You guys came back in the second half of the season. What are your reflections on the league campaign uh, as you look back, which ultimately ended with you lifting that trophy over your head, which would have been nice, of course. Yeah, you know, obviously it's a grind. You know, like you mentioned at the beginning of the year, Guilford was kind of dominating. Um, you know, we lost them a couple times. Um, you know, but but like I said you know, we, we always kind of had this confidence that if we can kind of get everyone on board playing the system that Kiefer, you know, wants to implement, we felt we could, we could turn things around. Um, you know, and then I think right around Christmas, we did that. So certainly kind of a two part season, you know, some struggles at the beginning, but, but thankfully we've been able to bear some fruit of our hard work, uh, the second half. At what point did you feel like it was starting to click? Things were starting to find the rhythm. You were, you were finding your, your gear again. Yeah, I think, you know, when when the trade deadline finished, you know, when, when the transaction deadline passed and some of the dust settled with the acquisitions of Matt McLeod and, and Grant Cooper and Donovan Niles and obviously Besco and Henrik Erickson, you know, when those guys really started to find a role on our team, I think at least the older guys, we were able to kind of step back and, and recognize that we had something special, you know. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe – February was when we were really rolling and and that was when we I think we kind of realized like hey we have a good shot at, at winning a few more trophies here. And of course winning the Challenge Cup kind of kind of signaled that I think that was a, a watershed moment for the, the team's season as well and you did it so well that night too against Fife. Yeah, you know, Fife played us hard all year. Um you know, when we saw that they beat Sheffield in the semifinal, um you know, we knew we were going to have a tough match. You know, we knew it was probably going to be their best game of the year, and and they played hard, but ultimately we were able to kind of break their backs and and uh, you know open up the floodgates. Um, but yeah, that that was certainly a, a confidence boost for us going into the rest of the league campaign. Tell us about the the final weekend. You played Guildford on the Saturday, big big game. Uh, ultimately, a, a decider the way it panned out as well. Were there any nerves given how big an occasion Guilford could have kept it going for another night? Tell us about that day and that night. Yeah, there was a little bit. You know, I think because we were in the driver's seat, there was a little bit more pressure on us. Um, you know, we had two two whacks at it. We just had to win one game, either Guilford or the Dundee game. And and I think that put a little bit of pressure on us. It's like, oh, like if we don't win the Guilford game, you know, then we have to go up to Dundee and, and win there. And they're always a tough place to go. So certainly some nerves, but – but, you know, like Keeper's kind of said all year, like we don't need to rise to any occasion. We just need to kind of fall back on all our hard work and practice all year long and keep doing the things that have made us successful. So thankfully we didn't have to change anything in our in our, in our our game given it was, a, you know, kind of the season-deciding match. Um, and, you know, I, I would just be remiss if I didn't mention the fans. Like the fan support we get here in Belfast I think is really special and – and coming out on the SSC in those big matches, they really kind of get us into it early, and I think it really helps. 
I've had the pleasure of talking to Adam Keith many times through the years, and he always comes across in a situation just when you're talking about the final weekend there as a kind of calming voice, very matter of fact. He he won't he won't hold back, but at the same time, he's very calming as well. Although I'm mindful of the fact there was a video of him losing the losing his anger at one point. What is he like in the locker room and when those big games and those big moments with you guys? Yeah, a little bit of both. Like in some way, he is kind of the calming presence on the team. You know. We, we have the utmost trust in, in his vision. Um, so kind of what, what he says goes. So he is at times quite calm and, and, and direct. And he's like, hey, this is the way we're, we're going to, you know, you know, move the ship. And, and other times he has to be a little bit more aggressive and, and yell and scream a little bit, which is obviously fine, too. Um, so I think he he's done a really good job of finding that balance, especially over the last couple of years. So last week you overcame Glasgow Clan in the quarter final in the two games. They ran you close. You, you guys came out 7-6 on aggregate in the end. Tell us about how tough a couple of nights that was for you. Because I think it surprised a lot of people, the fact that Clan ran you so close. Yeah, you know, it's really tough. You know, they, they have some good players on their team. Um, they play they play, they play play hard, you know, like really physical. And obviously uh, Dyson's a good leader over there. And, and you know, he wasn't going to go away quietly. So they played us hard. Um you know, like that was kind of their their big point of the season. That was their opportunity to make a mark. Um, whereas maybe we've kind of had other opportunities previous to to kind of have our big spotlight. So we knew they were going to come hard. They did come hard. Um, thankfully, we were able to to get out ahead um, after the first night by two goals, and and then just kind of ride it out when we got up to Glasgow. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager. Are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I spoke with uh, Adam after the game on Sunday um, for the clan doing the, the post-game interview. One thing that he said that I found quite interesting was um, the fact you guys had to rise again to find that level that you had on the, those weeks leading up to the league win where you had, you've had you got what you wanted to achieve and then you had to go and do it again, almost like a subconscious slipping of standards, if you want to put it that way. Was that something you, you kind of agreed with when you heard those comments? Is that something you, you, kinda, you kinda looked at and went, yeah, maybe he's got a point there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's no secret. Like we, we certainly took the the pedal or the foot off the gas a little bit, um, which I, I think is natural after such a tough uh, regular season campaign. I don't fault any of the guys. I don't really even think Kiefer faults any of the guys. It just is a reality given um, the grind of the season. And uh, you know, when when you have Glasgow coming into the SSE, it's kind of a quick turnaround after the Guildford, you know, the Guildford game. So it was tough to, uh, to kind of reprogram and refocus, but 
you know, at the end of the day, we got the job done and, uh, you know, all eyes are on Nottingham. Definitely. And that's where we're going now. The weekend coming up, always a great occasion. All the fans there from all the teams makes a, a wonderful occasion for all. But it's a tournament I was surprised to see Belfast have fallen short in uh, through the years. They've only won, they haven't won it since 2010, which I found a, a bit of a surprise. So how much determination is there for you to actually go and do it this year? Yeah, it would be a perfect, you know, way to finish off a good season. Um, last year, you know, like it's never easy watching another team uh, hoist the final trophy, uh, you know, of the season, especially when we felt we were the best team last year. So we obviously feel like we're the best team this year. We've proven it, you know, kind of time and time again. And I guess we just have to prove it one more time. How much chat is there in the locker room of Grand Slam? I'm going to say it because you're up for it. The third one is is the one that could finish it for you. Are you talking about it? Have you banned you know everybody from talking about it? What's the vibe in there? No, we certainly talk about it. Like, and, and we also don't not talk about the fact that the Giants historically have not done well in the final weekend in Nottingham. So, no, it's something that you know we're looking to uh, nip in the butt, and, and something that we're looking to you know kind of make history in that regard. So. Um, yeah, no, we don't shy away from, from that reality that we've struggled in that tournament in years past. And we're looking to, uh, to change that, you know, starting Saturday. Now you've got Nottingham Panthers on Saturday afternoon. They overcame Guildford in the quarterfinals. I think that was the, the one shock of the, the, the games from the weekend there. But they have won games against Belfast um, through the course of the season. How big a danger can they be in a one-off game and, and what is effectively their, their home rank? Yeah, they're going to have massive fan support. Another team that this is kind of their season. They've, you know, had some struggles throughout and this will be their big opportunity to leave a mark on on the year. So we know we're going to get their best. Um, They have great players on their team. Jeremy Welsh, uh, Peyton Jones. Like we know, we know those guys are going to be uh, clicking on all cylinders. So um, yeah, no, we're not taking them lightly at all. You know, we've already been doing a ton of prep work on them. So we're looking forward to the challenge. Like you mentioned, it'll likely be a hostile environment, which, you know, for us, we've, we've been playing a lot at home the second half of the season. So I think the guys are looking forward to to getting on the road and, and getting booed a little bit in, uh, in Nottingham. And of course, I mentioned the fact that all the other fans um, are going to be there from the other teams. So apart from the fact that um, you know, there have been plenty of Nottingham fans here, how do you win over the other fans on the day? He I, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, hopefully just over the years, they dislike Nottingham more than they dislike us. And therefore they'll cheer for us come Saturday. I'm not really sure how all that works with the, with the history of the, of the league, but you know, we're going to play hard. We're going to play aggressive and hopefully that style resonates well with the fans of Sheffield and Cardiff. Now you've lifted the challenge cup and the league twice um, in your time in Belfast. What would this one mean to you on a personal level? Yeah, it would be awesome. You know, I, I, there is this, uh, you know, emptiness that I want to fill with winning the, the playoff. Um, I think it'd be a great way to finish a, a really good season. Um, and, and I've said this in a few interviews before. I don't think there's any team in the league that deserves to win the playoffs more than us. So we're going to go in there, um, you know, expecting to win. So before you go, David, we're days away from the Belfast Giants All-Stars game coming up against Dnipro Kherson, uh, Ukrainian team. Some old faces are coming back to the team. I see one or two of your old teammates um, are making their way back. How much are you looking forward to being part of that one when it takes place next week? 
Yeah, that'll be a great experience. Um, obviously, you know, what's going on in Ukraine has been really tough. And if we can help in a very small way, like play a charity ice hockey game, um, of course, I would welcome that opportunity. So I think it's going to be great. I would imagine, you know, the SSE will be filled and, and we'll, we'll continue to get great support like we have all year. So I think it'll be a, a really cool event. Yeah, seeing a lot of the names that are coming coming back. JJ Pickenich is one that, that, that stood out. Obviously, you played alongside him uh, last year. How much are you looking forward to seeing him again? Yeah, that'll be great. You know, Pick and I are good friends. We have great memories. Um, so it'll be great to have him back in Belfast and maybe recreate some of that uh, offensive duo we had. So given the circumstances and all that's happening with, with Ukraine, it's going to be a poignant night, um, but I'm sure it's one, a night that many will enjoy given what what is going on. How much do these games stick out when it comes to looking back on your career? Have you been involved in a game like that before, for example? I've done a few smaller events, you know, different charity different charity events, but nothing, you know, with 8,000 fans and, and, and nothing to this magnitude. So I think it puts it all into perspective, you know, what people are going through in life. You know, I... I put a little rubber disc in a net for a living and, and other folks are, are, you know, have much bigger issues. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's really pumped for it. I know the city of Belfast is a good buzz around, so it should be a, a pretty good night. That's it for this latest episode and a huge thanks to Belfast Giants captain David Goodwin for joining us on Elite. In regard to the Belfast Giants All-Stars game with Dnipro Kersen, tickets are available now so make sure you get those by visiting the Belfast Giants website or find the information on social media. If you haven't heard them yet, Luke James from British Ice Hockey look back on the quarterfinals in the Monday Review. Glasgow Clans Craig Peacock and Sheffield Steelers Jonathan Phillips discussed retirement. Manchester Storms Matt Ginn reflected on his first season in charge at the Storm Shelter, while Coventry Blazers Danny Stewart previewed the Final Four weekend. And all those are available to download right now. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. Also, subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. Thank you very much for listening, and that will do for this week. I'll be back next week with some reaction from the playoff weekend, and please note the usual Monday review will be moved to Tuesday. In the meantime, have a great weekend, whether you're in Nottingham or not, but thanks for listening, and I'll catch you soon. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Podcast Network.